the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I want to share something with you that was sent to me. It's right on point as we continue to remind you every single segment. Vote yes on issue one. We have to pass uh, the uh, amendment to raise the threshold to amend the Ohio Constitution to 60% for a lot of great reasons. Here are some of them articulated by the chief advancement officer of the Center for Christian Virtue, Robert Kylo. And since Roe v. Wade was overturned, there have been six states that according to states' rights, which thankfully we have in the United States Constitution, have had an opportunity to decide their fate, whether they were going to be pro-life or the other side. And brothers and sisters, I'm saddened to say this today, we're 0 for 6. And it's not even close. States like Ohio that are going in a wildly different direction. And on August 8th, our battle's not against flesh and blood, so I'm not going to call out names of organizations because blessed are the peacemakers. But there are nefarious forces that want to embed in the Ohio Constitution the ability for women to have abortions all the way through the third trimester, including partial birth abortion, ripping out parental consent laws so that children could do this without notifying their parents, and embedding language that would make it permissible to do inalterable surgeries on adolescents without their parents being notified of that. Body of Christ, I stand on God's word. I believe we are created in God's image, both male and female. I believe we are knitted together in our mother's womb. And I believe God loves life. He loves children. Jesus himself said, do not forbid the little children from coming to me. We have an opportunity, folks, as the body of Christ on August 8th, to put a proverbial line in the sand that will say for this state, we will stand for God's word, we will stand for life and liberty, and we will stand for our children so that they can be born and they can live out their full life expectancy. Wonderful, wonderful, inspiring words from my friend Robert Kylo. Again, he is the chief advancement officer at the Center for Christian Virtue, and he is also a part of Protect Women Ohio, as is our next guest. Aaron Baer is actually the president of that organization, the Center for Christian Virtue. He is also one of the founding members of Protect Women Ohio, fighting very, very hard to try and pass issue uh, number one on August 8th and to defeat the ballot initiative that is almost certain to be on the uh, ballot in November. Aaron Bear, good to have you back on our program. How are you this morning? Hey, Bob, I am blessed, and I'm just so grateful for all you're doing to keep the word out there on issue one. Aaron, I'm hearing mixed messages from people with respect to our messaging um, on issue one. Some are suggesting, and I don't know if it's just observational, if it's anecdotal, or if there are surveys that have been done, that focusing too much on the abortion aspect of issue one um, is counterproductive, that we should be talking about solely the protection of the Constitution so that it cannot be amended uh, very easily and willy-nilly anytime somebody is not happy with the current particular climate 
uh, that they're ready to change our foundational document, that we should be focused more on the bigger picture of constitutional protection than the specifics of what's coming up in November. Now, I just played a very you know important clip there, I thought, from Robert, and I've been talking about the abortion aspect of this for some time now. Uh, am I doing it wrong, or how do you see this? <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely not. Are you doing it wrong, Bob? Here's what we have pulled this thing through the roof and looked at it from every different angle you can to understand it. And and the baseline on this issue, the the good news for us is that when most folks hear about this, when they just read the ballot language or they understand what we're doing, they're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Right. Um, And so it actually shows folks from pretty generally your, your high propensity voters can use a little uh, campaign lingo here. They they generally like this idea that the the question is, or the challenge for us in this campaign is most folks aren't really passionate about it, right? And when you're talking about an August 8th election uh, and, and the busyness of summer and vacation and all this kind of stuff, you got to really have passion to drive folks out to vote. Uh, and so that's, that's really what we've been drilling on is saying, hey, uh, how do we really spark passion in people to make sure they go vote on August 8th? Uh, and what's, what's beautiful about this issue for our side is I don't care what your, your, your motivating issue is. Is it abortion? Is it Second Amendment? Is it election integrity? Uh, is it taxes and regulation and business-friendly environment? Is it anti-drugs and anti-gambling? Whatever it is, this issue affects you. And so what we've been telling folks is, hey, you know, go off and communicate to your audience the, the issue that motivates them to vote. Uh, and quite honestly, uh, Bob, if we're going to win this thing, it's going to be because the body of Christ rises up and turns out the vote and the life issue is a massive motivating factor so sure you know when we go up uh, on tv is is the ad going to be on abortion probably not um because we're going to cast the broad of a, a net and, and really hit especially the special interest message and and some of these other things but we're we're really when we're talking to core conservative audiences or core uh audiences we're hitting the life issue hard because it really exemplifies why you have to be, be fired up and go vote well, I'm glad to hear you're going to be on TV, period. I've been talking about that aspect, Aaron, for a while now. I'm seeing way too many vote no on one uh, uh, television ads, and I'm not seeing any vote yeses on television ads. So I'm glad to hear about that. We'll come back to that part of it, the the uh, the advertising strategy on this, Aaron. But let's stick with the uh, the issue here about abortion, about life. Is Ohio a pro-life state in your mind? There, there is no doubt Ohio is state and all, all you have to do is look at the electorate over the last 10 years where we have been chipping away at, at the number of abortions in the state and abortion has basically been on the ballot every election uh, since we started the you know since our friend Janet Porter and, and and the whole pro-life movement started the the heartbeat bill fight uh, and the media was trying to make every election about the abortion issue and time and time again especially from 2018 on you saw pro-lifers week, right? This is this is one of the things I, I just lose my mind over, Bob, when I hear people say, oh, well, we, you know, the conservatives didn't do so well in 2022 because of the Dobbs case, because of abortion. No, listen, in, in the state, like, if, if this was about Dobbs, if, if the, the struggles we had in 2022 uh, were about the Dobbs case and abortion case, Mike DeWine wouldn't have won 85 out of 88 counties. Brian Kemp wouldn't have won re-election. Um, you wouldn't have had all these conservatives do pro-lifers, that's fine. Kim Reynolds in Iowa wouldn't have won re-election. Um, the, the reality is the life issue is actually great for us. It's when you have bad candidates, frankly, like like Herschel Walker, who doesn't know how to communicate on these things, 
that lose, right? That, that, that's what happened in those, those states that we didn't do well in. Um, this is a winning issue, uh, especially in Ohio, but even nationwide. We're talking to Aaron Baer. Aaron is the president of the Center for Christian Virtue. He is also one of the founding members of uh, Protect Women Ohio, working very hard with Ohio Right to Life, Cleveland Right to Life, and other groups uh, to support Issue 1 and to oppose the ballot initiative, which would codify into the Constitution of Ohio abortion, and uh, and uh, uh, it would strip parents of their rights to guide their children's decision uh, when it comes to matters uh, that are life-altering and bodily-altering as well. Um do you think that if we fail on August 8th, and I do not do not believe we will, but if it came down to it and it's going to stay a 50% issue, 50% plus one in November, that Ohio and its pro-life um, population of voters will rise up and defeat this even in, in a 50, 50% plus one on uh, in November? We, we absolutely still have a shot in November, even if we don't get up to 60%. And we see... Uh, again, we've we've done a lot of polling, a lot of data mining on this, on, on where the electorate's at. Uh, we see that uh, there is a, a very real path for us to win at 50%. It'll obviously be harder. But, Bob, I think the important thing about 60% is that this is more than just about 2023, right? We could run – We let's, let's just say we run the campaign at 50% and we win in 2023. Well, they're just going to keep coming back year after year after year because we have to remember – this is more than just an ideological thing for them. This is a moneymaker for them, especially since they're wrapping in this trans medicine stuff. This is an industry, right? We need to think of them not much like we think of the gaming industry, where the casinos, we beat them four times at the ballot to amend the Constitution, and it was on the fifth time that they actually passed it because they knew the ROI on it was so good for them. Spend a little bit here, and then you're going to bring in big, big bucks on the other side. That's the same way the abortion industry works. That's the same way the trans medicine uh, uh, industry works. Where they know this is this is about profit for them, along with their ideological drive, uh, and so we can win in 2023. But they're going to come back in 2024 when Sherrod Brown's on the ballot, uh, when the money is going to be a lot harder to raise because conservative money is going to be stretched all over the country for the presidential, um, and and that's why 60 percent is about burying these, this, this devastating issue for good in Ohio. We're talking to Aaron Bear, president of the Center for Christian Virtue. Let's talk about that advertising situation now. I've been talking about this on the air. I'm doing everything I can on the radio side, but I don't have a TV show that I can do this on. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of uh, I'm seeing a lot of these uh, uh, anti issue one ads, uh, and they're mm-hmm. very very misleading. They're very very they're successful at confusing people. They really are. Yeah. Uh, particularly the one that is getting the most play in which they have the scissors cutting up the Constitution, suggesting that a vote for Issue 1 uh, destroys the Constitution. And it's literally <laughs> the exact opposite of that. That's, right. what that's what their goal is. So uh, I've been waiting for somebody to fight back. Uh, tell us about the uh, the advertising. Yeah, I, there there will be ads going up here very shortly. Um, there's already radio ads that are running, I believe, even on, on your station here. Um, the, the bottom line is that it kind of is showcasing why issue one is so important, right? Uh, the, you, you see how quickly the left and their political machine and their deep, deep pockets are able to, to jump in and flood the zone with misinformation. Uh, the very good news that I can share is the cavalry, the cavalry is coming, um, and it's going to come in strong, and it's going to send a very clear message about what this issue is about. Um, and, and ultimately, Bob, I really think these next four weeks are going to be the church's finest hour. I will tell you, Bob, we have denominational leaders and, and churches and Christians and, and, 
and Catholic churches, everyone rising up like never before. Um, and we're going to win this on August 8th, and it's going to be because uh, the church came together for this for this fine hour we have right now. Yeah, I, I, I certainly hope so. It is uh, it is crucial. And again, I'm so glad you point out, too, uh, that this is beyond just 2023. A lot of people think this is solely about the abortion issue. It's, uh, you mm-hmm. know, Frank, Frank LaRose, the Secretary of State, uh, mentioned at a, at a, at a speaking event, uh, this is 100% about abortion. The left turned that into, see, it's only about this one thing. They don't care about protecting the Constitution. They just want to make sure that, uh, you know, women don't have the right to choose. He said it's 100% abor- about abortion. But the context, of course, came immediately after that when he said, but it's about so many other things as well. Yeah, 100%. It is about abortion. It's not a question. That's right. what he meant by 100%. But it is about a lot of other things into the future as well. There are a lot of very important issues that conservatives in Ohio, and quite frankly, all Ohioans should be should be concerned about that should not be uh, addressed by amending the Constitution. If you want to pass laws, let's use the you know the democratic republic form of government that we have, and go to the legislators. And if you don't like what the legislators are doing, then vote in new ones and quit complaining and crying about gerrymandering. We have a process to make laws, change laws, amend laws, and so forth without messing with the foundational document. That's right. And, and honestly, Bob, if you want us to understand why this, this matters so much and, and the impact of having a, a constitution that's risk, just go look at what's happened in Arizona. Uh, Arizona, over the last you know, 10 years or so, has completely flipped. When I, I used to live in Arizona about seven years ago, they had all statewide conservatives, all statewide pro-lifers, super majorities in the General Assembly. But their constitution is a 50%. And that's where the left damn these things called independent redistricting commission and merit selection for judges. That sounds so great. But that is the story of how Arizona went from a deep red state to a purplish blue state is because the left was able to – they knew they could never get this stuff through the General Assembly, knew they could never get this through the, the governor's office. Uh, but what they did recognize is they could pour enough money into the uh, Arizona electorate uh, to get this stuff into the Constitution and get their agenda advanced that way. They're looking to do that here, uh, and this is how we stop them. Uh, last thing, um, if you would, Aaron, uh, let, let's talk about consistency versus hypocrisy. I found this to be very, very important uh, uh, yesterday, uh, and, and, I, and I got a memo uh, from the uh, uh, Protect Women Ohio about this, and I, I thought maybe you can go into it in a little bit more depth. Many of the organizations that are opposing Issue 1, because they support uh, the ballot initiative in November primarily, um, who are saying that it is completely undemocratic to to get rid of majority rule. Whatever happened to majority rule, majority rule uh, is, is all it should take. And they like to play this... Um, <clears throat> You've probably seen them this uh, this meme game where they have a football game. You know, if issue one were a football game, Ohio State fifty nine, Michigan forty one. Michigan wins because they didn't get to sixty, which would be the percent. So many of these organizations, Aaron, don't live by that majority rule uh, when it comes to their own organization's bylaws, do they? No, that's right. Go, go figure. The people that say that boys are girls and that uh, unborn children aren't people are liars, right? I mean, they, there's no doubt <laughs> that these folks won't go to. Um, and, and, and again, you can see they, they understand why. Hey, you can change policy uh, at 50%, but you can't change the Constitution at 50% because it's locked in. And this is one of these things that they've, they've really uh, just completely distorted, and the media just ignores. We're not touching what's called the initiated statute process here. That allows the voters to change Ohio law at 50%. Voters can still change the law at 50% in a much easier path with the initiated statute process. We're just saying the Constitution needs 60%. Um, and, and so, again, we, we're going to still be miles ahead of 
of most states uh, in terms of giving voters the ability to directly change the law. But now we're talking about the Constitution, uh, and that should be more difficult. That should have more widespread support uh, than it does right now. Uh, and these guys get it. They obviously run their organizations right way. The unions run their, their organizations that way. The, the Democrats run their, their organization that way. Uh, they just don't want the state to run that way because that's going to stop their agenda. Exactly right. And, you know, the, again, the hypocrisy is so thick as they continue. So, well, those are private organizations. This would affect everybody. Okay, <laughs> you, let, let, let's follow that track. It does affect everybody, which is why it should require a substantial majority of everybody, not just 50% if it's a very divisive issue to change the Constitution, and it's literally half the state feels one way and half the state feels the other way. One vote can flip it and, and, and make it. That's insane. If it's going to affect everybody. It should be a strong majority. It should be from 88 counties that signatures have to be gathered. It should be a good 60%. In my view, it should be two-thirds. I would go 66, yeah. but but I'm not I'm not going to get greedy. I'll just say a strong 60-40 <laughs> majority, um, yep. uh, you know, since it is something that's going to affect the, the entire state. One would call that consistent, I think. Yeah, no, that's right. And, and, and Bob, this, this is one of these things that, like, one of the, one of the underlying principles that has made America the, the, the freest, uh, you know, most exceptional nation in world history is because we, it's, it is hard to change laws here, right? We're, we're not one of these banana republics where at a whim things can change and have massive shifts overnight. Uh, that, that's actually a part of the process here uh, that has allowed freedom to flourish, that has made it more difficult for people to come in and hijack government power and use the coercion, coercive power of government uh, to undermine people's livelihoods and, and their freedoms. This, this is one of these things that so foundational to the American experiment uh, that when when you undermine it, there's so much danger to it. Aaron Bear, president of the Center for Christian Virtue and uh, one of the founders of Protect Women Ohio, fighting very, very hard, working with a lot of important right to life groups and others to support issue one. I'll tell everybody again, don't wait until August 8th, right? This is important, isn't it, Aaron, to get the early votes in? It's not something that conservatives and Republicans generally who support such things like this are used to doing, but we cannot just bank everything on, uh, uh, you know, a strong turnout on Election Day. We need to use the entire 30 days we're given. That's right. Especially, especially in summertime where life gets crazy. Go yeah. vote now. Get it in just so you don't get, you know, it doesn't come August 8th and you're like, oh my goodness, when am I going to get over there? Go vote now and get it done. And bring 10 people with you. There you go. Exactly right. Bring 10 other vo- registered voters with you and tell them, we've got to get this done now. Let's bank our votes. Let's not uh, sign IOUs. And I promise I'll be there on August 8th when you just don't know for sure. Aaron Bear, thank you for what you're doing. Keep up the great work. We appreciate it very much. Hey, great for you, my friend. Thank you, Aaron. That's Aaron Bear joining us from the Center for Christian Virtue and, again, from uh, Protect Women Ohio. This is about protecting women. It's about protecting all Ohioans, quite frankly. Vote yes on issue one and make sure that everybody you know understands why they should vote yes on issue one. Don't let them be confused with the intentionally deceptive and duplicitous uh, advertisements of those who oppose this important issue. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.